Welcome to Be the Phoenix of Your Own Life, The Feminine Rising. My name is Julie Paulston. I am your host, and I am so absolutely honored that you stopped by. Each week, I'm going to be sharing my own personal journey, and I'm also going to be interviewing some incredible people that will be sharing their journeys as well, in hopes that we can educate, motivate, and inspire you to live the best possible life that you can. So grab your favorite beverage, maybe a snack or two, sit back, relax, and enjoy. Because at the end of the day, this truly is all about you. Welcome back to being the phoenix of your own life. This is Julie. I want to tell you guys, I just want to start this episode out by telling you how grateful I am for you. Like seriously, I am so grateful for each and every one of you that takes the time to listen to the episodes, that listens to the interviews, that downloads, that subscribes, that whatever it is that you do. I just want to take the time today to tell you that I am so, so grateful for you. I am honored that you take the time to put me into your ears and listen to not only what I have to say, but my guests. And I think that that I've almost been doing this. I, it's March. It'll be March 31st. It'll be a year that I've been doing this and I've had over 1500 individual downloads. So for me, that is absolutely amazing. And I'm just really celebrating that today. And today it's so funny because I, I started out today and I woke up this morning and I was like, oh snap, I didn't upload my podcast. <laughs> Whoops. And I had a whole bunch of stuff happen this morning and I just got behind the eight ball and I realized after having a conversation with my bestie last night and having a conversation with another bestie this morning, I was talking to my bestie Tara last night and we were talking about what it is that I do and helping he people heal their traumas and helping people to work through the, the shit pit that sits in the unconscious mind. And I asked her, I'm like, you know, if, if you didn't know me and if you, or, or if you do know me, but don't know what I do, how would you describe what I do? And she said, Julie, that's such a good question. And so we started talking about it. And then, uh, she had such a great perspective. Her perspective was, you know, Julie, you help people move through things that they didn't even know they needed to heal. Like they didn't even know that the reason why they have road rage or popping off at the mouth or end up being a Karen or doing any of that stuff, they don't realize that there's shit that's inside that needs to be healed. And what you do is you help people walk through that to rediscover their innate purpose and their innate power. And I was like, ooh, yeah, I like that. Okay, there's a reason why you're my best friend. And then this morning I was, I thought, okay, I'm gonna, I'm, the, the, the ideas are ruminating in my head. And then this morning I was talking to my friend, Cindy, and she actually, I interviewed her on this podcast. She's a teen and life coach and she does 360 degree healing for the families. And we were talking about teenagers and we were talking about how our teens are really, really struggling right now in school and just in life. And then we started talking about, you know, that people aren't working and all of that stuff. And it just hit me like a fucking lightning bolt through the top of my head. The reason why it's not that people don't want to work. I mean, yeah, you're going to have some people out there that don't want to work and there's not, trust me, not everybody wants to sit on unemployment making $6 an hour. There's reasons why this is happening 
And the reason why there's so much of this happening right now is because in 2020, we got hit with a trauma tsunami. I remember in 2019, it was November of 2019, and my mom had scheduled a cruise with all of her friends. They were going to go to Italy and do all this really cool stuff. And I'm so excited. I'm like, mom, this is going to be so cool for you. And I remember she called me one day and she was like, so um, honey, you know that cruise? I don't, I don't think I'm going to go on that cruise. I was like, what? Why wouldn't you go? Oh my God, mom, spend all your money. Could, you know, slide into home base broke and happy and excited. And she goes, Oh no, no, honey, it's not because of that. Um, there's a virus. I was like, what, what the hell are you talking about? Because anybody that knows me knows that I do not watch the news. The news, that's just a simple acronym for nothing ever worth seeing. So if you watch the news and you love the news, good for you. I would challenge you to stop watching the news for 30 days and watch how happy you become. Because trust me, if you've got any type of social media, you're going to find out what's going on. So I digress. Back to mom. So my mom's telling me about this virus that's coming. And this is like November, maybe December. And she's like, honey, I think I'm going to have to cancel the cruise. And I'm like, eh, it's a virus. It's fine. <laughs> Famous last words there, Paulston. So today I was thinking about that. I was talking to Tara and I was talking about Cindy and or talking to Cindy. And it dawned on me. That's why we have so much stuff going on right now is because we as a global community are realizing that we are reacting and having all these emotions and we don't know where they're coming from. And we are so resistant to looking at them because they're scary, uh, because they don't feel good and they feel icky. And there's a quote that I really, really like, and it's, if you don't heal what hurt you, You'll bleed all over people who didn't cut you. And that's one of my favorite, favorite quotes. It's like you're going to paint a masterpiece and you step to this beautiful white pristine canvas and you pull up your brush that the bristles are all jinky and there's shit dried in the middle of them. And you've got this old brush and you're going to paint this masterpiece and you wonder why it doesn't work. Like, what the hell? What the hell, Batman? What the hell? It's because we are trying to recreate or create something new using old patterns of behavior, using old patterns of thought, by using old patterns that are very familiar to us. So in 2020, when we were hit by a trauma tsunami, that's the best way that I can describe all of this is it was a trauma tsunami. If you think about it, COVID hit and we all had this massive unwanted, unasked for shift in our lives and our realities. We were all of a sudden, we lost our freedom. We lost our ability to just go do whatever it is that we wanted, which we as human beings treasure our freedom. And most of the world, we, we went into this global, quote unquote, lockdown. And when you think of the word itself, you think about lockdowns, it's like being locked up. You think of visions of prison and jail and your loss of freedom and all of this stuff. No wonder people were just having a hissy fit. For those that were deemed essential workers, it was even worse. You think about our firefighters, our ambulance, our nurses, our doctors, anybody in the medical profession that is on the ground, boots going, 
They dealt with it firsthand. They watched people die a horrible death. And in fact, I have a friend of mine who is a nurse. She said, you know, Julie, she says, I've seen more death in the last two years than most people have seen in their whole career of being a nurse or a doctor. All of that is trauma. All of it. We have a tendency as human beings to compare our traumas. We have a tendency as human beings to ignore our trauma, to stuff it, to ignore it, to be that we're just going to go ahead and shove it in the background. I mean, I think about what happened to me in 2020 about, you know, breaking my wrist and losing my job and Hurricane Sally and losing everything that I owned and all of that. That was a big, huge trauma. And I remember in the middle of it thinking to myself, and I remember saying it to Dawn, I remember telling her, yeah, but you know, at least I didn't die. At least I still have a home to go back to at least. And I started downplaying what happened to me. And that is a perfect example of what happens to us is we stuff all of this stuff down and we just, we get these nudges from the universe and we just stuff it down and we just compare our traumas like, oh, well, you know, at least this didn't happen to me. And oh, that person had it so much worse than me. And as human beings, we, from a very young age, we have these things that happen to us. And there's a thing called a gestalt matrix. And I'm, I'm going to explain it the best way that I can so that you can visualize it. So imagine a grid of circles. There's horizontal circles, and then you have the, the vertical circles, and there's lines that are connecting them. Your horizontal circles are your, your emotions. So you have anger, fear, sadness, guilt, and shame. And then vertically, we have people that have been in your life. So mom, dad, siblings, coworkers, the, the, the matrix can go on forever and ever. When you think about the first time that you felt anger, most people, it's probably around two years old. Your mom didn't give you a toy or, you know, you were told no, which at two years old is a travesty of justice. Well, what happens is that two, you don't know how to express your feelings. You don't know what to do. So what we do is it goes into this bucket in your unconscious mind. Here comes a little, you're going to think this is a little woo, but I promise this is science. So it goes into this bucket in your unconscious mind and it sits there. And then what happens is every time in your life growing up that you feel the same way that you felt in that moment when you were two-year-old that didn't get your way and you felt that spark of anger and you never learned how to deal with it, it goes in the bucket. So your mom made you mad, your dad and your coworkers, and now you're 40 years old and this bucket is starting to fill up. Well, it's not only anger, you also have fear and sadness and guilt and shame. And all of these emotions are going into this bucket in your unconscious mind. 96% of your mind is your unconscious mind. Only 4% of your brain is your conscious mind. That's your logic, your reasoning, that's, you know, conscious mind. Everything else is on an unconscious level. We know that everything that you go through and all the traumas that you go through in your life is stored in your body, in your skeletal system, in your muscular skeletal system. So when we go through these traumas, that bucket is getting fuller and fuller and fuller. And pretty soon it's going to come up to the top 
And if you've ever put water into a bucket, it just gets higher and higher and higher. And then it's going to do what? Spill over. And that's what we're seeing in society today. People's buckets are overflowing. I call it the shit pit of your brain. That stuff is overflowing. And that's where the quote that you're going to bleed all over people who didn't hurt you if we don't go in and heal that. You are going to bleed all over the people that didn't cut you because you haven't healed what hurt you. We want to avoid it. We want to stuff it down. We want to just do whatever it takes because we just really don't want to feel it because let's face it, it sucks. <laughs> I've gone through it. I've been doing this healing stuff. And let me tell you, it sucks. And I said it in a podcast before of, you know, we don't, we will do whatever it takes to not throw up. Like if you think about it and you're probably sitting here right now going, oh God, yeah. Think about a time when you're going to get sick. We will pace around the house. We'll like take little sips of water. We'll clench our jaws. We'll just like chant, pray, do whatever just to not throw up. We're like, because it's just, let's face it, it's gross. The difference is, is after you throw up, most of the time you feel better. It's the same thing with healing. It has to come up and it has to come out so that you can see it and you can heal it. And when you do that, the immense amount of freedom that comes with that is, I, I, there's like no words to describe it. The challenge is, is most people don't even realize that their bucket is full. Think about the quote unquote Karens of the world. And if you're listening to this and my, and your, your name is Karen, I apologize that you got termed with that. I, that my personal favorite is Becky. So I'm just going to apply. I'm just going to apologize to the Beckys out there. When you see someone and I disclaimer time, disclaimer time. I do not agree with that behavior. That behavior is unacceptable. That behavior is, is not okay. <laughs> Let's just put that out there. Screaming at some poor innocent person behind a counter because your coupon wasn't valid. Becky, that's not okay. Pulling back and pausing. When you see that behavior, what you're seeing is their bucket is overflowing. There is so much repressed emotion that has happened all the way back to, you think about a perfect example is road rage. When you see someone who has road rage, that is that two-year-old having a temper tantrum. That is that two-year-old that didn't get their way, that didn't feel safe, that didn't feel heard, that didn't feel secure. That's what you're seeing when you see these people, whether they're Becky's, Karen's, road rage, however you want to term it, that's what you're seeing. The key is be willing to look at your shit. Be willing to look at it. Yeah, it stinks. Nobody wants to look at their shit. Nobody. We just want to flush it down and pretend that it didn't happen and just move on throughout our day. We need to be able to look at it. We need to bring it up before we can heal it. Our nervous system will kick us into fight, flight, or freeze. We will freeze. That's what happens when you see things that are happening. Like, you know, you're, you're walking down the street and you see somebody beating up somebody else. Our 
brain goes into our reptilian brain and it says we must be safe, we must be secure, we need to not be involved. And so it kicks us into that fight, flight, or freeze. And most people will freeze. And that's why you don't see people, a lot of people jumping in to either break up a fight or whatever. The challenge that we have now is as a global community, we're waking up, we're realizing that this shit is unacceptable, that we have to do better for our kids. If you don't want to do any better for you, we need to do better to be able to leave this place better for our kids. Our teenagers, they are so lost right now. They are so confused. And we as adults, bless our own little hearts, we as adults are perpetrating fear into the hearts of our children because we are watching the news. We're worried about their safety. We're worried about all of this stuff. And these poor kids are growing up in an era that we never experienced. I'm damn near 55 years old. I've never experienced anything like this. The point of all of this rambling for the last 16 minutes is to say this. It is time to heal. Whether or not you go and get a therapist and do talk therapy, whether you go and do equine therapy, which is with horses, whether you do stuff with people like me who do neuro-linguistic programming, and what that means is that we go in and allow your unconscious mind to release all of that stored trauma. We just, you get to walk through it. Somebody is holding your hand, AKA me, is holding your hand through this so that you can release all of that stuff, so that you can empty out that bucket so that when somebody pisses you off or when you have, I call it grocery cart rage. So you're in the grocery store and you're like trying to go down the aisle and somebody's like, I'm just going to look at this over here and I'm going to look over this over here. And you just like want to mow them down with your grocery cart. When you're in the situation, if you have gone through and started to heal the things that hurt you, you are not going to run people over in the grocery store. You're not going to go and hit their heel and be like, oh, I'm sorry, my bad. These are going to be times where you're going to be able to pause and yeah, are you going to get angry? Hell yeah. Are you going to have fear? Hell yeah. Are you going to have grief and shame and sadness and all the emotions? Of course, you're a human being. The key is to release the things that hurt you so that you don't bleed on the people who didn't cut you. However, we have to do that as a society. The, now here comes the, the woo. Here comes the woo. You knew there's going to be woo in here someplace. As a global society, as a global collective, as a global human race, we need to start doing better. We need to realize that every single person on this planet has had trauma in some way, shape, or form, and that what happened to us in 2020 and that's still going on right now is part of that trauma tsunami that hit us and wiped us out. It's being a little bit more patient. It's being a little bit more kind. It's going through and healing your internal shit. Healing that which you don't want to look at will set you free. I promise. It's not always the funnest process. However, it is in a process that once you do it, you will attain a sense of freedom you will be able to look at life with a different lens. 
And I don't know anybody that this can't help. Because if all of a sudden you're procrastinating, your self-worth is gone and you're frustrated and you're angry and you're sad and all of those emotions are overwhelming you, it's because there's some stuff in there that needs to be healed. I don't know what the solution is to this whole Rona thing. I don't care whether you're vaxxed or not vaxxed or mask or unmask or whatever the situation is. It's imperative for us to remember that the left wing, I've said it so many times, the left wing is trying to destroy the right because they, they think they're, this way is the only way. The right wing, this way is the only way. And they're trying to destroy the left wing. And we keep doing this and forgetting that y'all, we're all part of the same bird. I don't know any bird out there that flies with one wing. So until we stop trying to destroy another human being for whatever reason, and until we start looking in the mirror, and until we start reaching out and getting help for these traumas, we're never going to heal. And once we heal, though, it's going to be an amazing, amazing world. And I believe it can happen. You know, call me unrealistic, call me crazy, whatever. It's been, I've been told crazy before. I mean, my dad was like, oh, Julie, that, that'll never happen. I believe it can because I know the power of your mind. I know the power that you listening to this right now have to change your life. You have the power to change your life with one decision. It's all it's going to take. It's one decision. You can decide to heal and to become a better human being and to take that chance for freedom, to rediscover who you are at your core, to rediscover what you love, what makes you happy, what makes you feel empowered. Once you start healing, I promise it's a journey that is so well worth it. Like I said, I don't know the solution to all the Rona stuff. I do know the solution is not to tear each other apart. Take some time to today and look and build somebody else up. Because when you build somebody else up, you also build yourself up. And at the core of it, build yourself up first. There's a reason why they tell you to put the oxygen mask on yourself first. If you don't heal yourself, if you don't take care of yourself, now I know self-care, blah, blah, blah. If you don't take care of who you are at your core internal being, till you take care of you, you can't take care of anybody else. So take care of yourselves, my friends. Be kind today. Laugh today. Do something for yourself today. Understand that you are enough. You've always been enough. You're not too tall. You're not too short. You're not too fat. You're not too skinny. You're not too light. You're not too dark. The only time you're too anything is when you're too much for the people that aren't your people. I'll say that again. If somebody says that you're too much, it's time to find different people because you are a beautiful, miraculous, gorgeous, divine human being. You're magic and stardust wrapped up in a human experience. We all think that we're trying to find, we're humans having a spiritual experience and trying to find that spirituality when in reality, we are spiritual beings having a human experience. So forgive yourself, give yourself grace, and have an amazing rest of your day.
Thank you so much for spending your time with me. I appreciate you. And remember, you are loved, you are treasured, you are adored, you are worthy, and you are so more than enough. I hope that you were inspired. And if you were, please feel free to download, share, and leave a comment. I would be eternally grateful. Thank you so much and have an absolutely magical day.